Coming up on Digging Into the Future. Most technology companies are hearing about SPACs. It's the new exciting term out there. So uh, welcome to PTC's Digging Into the Future and uh, looking forward to hearing about SPACs. What are SPACs exactly? Um, you know, the, what's the one-on-one course here? Well, you know, it might be interesting, Bill, to understand a little bit of this history. Why? And I know you worked with one several years ago, as you mentioned. But, you know, the, the genesis of the SPAC or the recent, uh, you know, the recent takeoff of them really was around COVID, right? As about a year ago, people were trying to get their IPOs done. Didn't know how to get an IPO done at that point in time because you couldn't go on a, on a roadshow. And this SPAC product, which was quite niche back then, was sitting around and people said, well, why don't, why, don't we, why don't we go talk to these guys about going public? And that turned, turned out to work quite well. First one got done, second one, third one. And then as these DSPACs occurred, this wave of SPAC IPOs um, occurred on the back of it. Is, it. is it largely tech that's going into this or is it other types of businesses? When you look at the underlying SPACs, you, know, you have to remember the SPAC is a share effectively of common stock and a warrant, right? Yeah. And so tech companies tend to have higher ball than other industries. So they tend to be better situated for SPACs. They also tend to be higher growth companies, you know, sexier stories than you know, coal companies and real estate companies that we were talking about earlier. So I do tend to think that that's going to be where the bulk of the action is going to be in the Asian SPAC market. Yeah. Uh, and that'll evolve over time. And I don't, frankly, the SPAC product itself, I think could evolve to be a regular way more uh, regular way industries and taking over the market share from IPOs in that basis. But in the near term, near to medium term, I think it's going to be very tech focused.
how does research work in these? Because uh, yeah. that's one of the other issues, right? So guys think about aftermarket trading and say, okay, what what yeah. uh, do I get aftermarket trading if I'm in a SPAC? Whereas in an IPO, all the banks are signing up. They they give you you know research, right? I mean, how do you manage around that? Yeah. So, I mean, first off, from the research perspective, you know what, what you really care about from a research is having that as a management team having that direct dialogue with investors. Yeah. Now, given you can file your financial forecasts and you can put out, you know. Uh, material talking about your story directly to, to, to the SPAC investors, that helps you go a long ways in negating the need for, you know, for research. That being said, you're absolutely right. You do want to have research on an ongoing basis. And the banks that have uh, funded or helped raise the money for your initial SPAC, they will end up putting research out on you. Yeah. Um, and usually there's a couple banks involved in that. And then there might be banks that you have hired as the target that would also want to cover you because they have a relationship with you. Um, so you have, you have some natural research, not quite the same as a, as a, as a traditional under bank underwriter, but you are going to have banks that are going to want to cover you. But also that also makes, gets into the size of the transaction. So yeah, as you and I spoke about earlier, you really want to be a billion dollar plus equity value. If you're going to have a U.S. listed company, to making sure you have enough research coverage in you after the fact, and people want to pick you up as a, re, as a uh, from a research perspective, um, and, and cover you and, and, and trade the stock, et cetera. One other question that obviously, uh, and I know we're sort of now this is going to the 202 course on SPACs, but the whole de-spacking versus spacking, right? The whole uh, one of the things that people talk about is um, it's very difficult to get a, a bank to de-spac. Uh, another company SPAC, another investment bank SPAC, right? And uh, is that still true? I mean, that was in the early days, that was one of the issues, which was uh, how easy is it to get the support of other investment banks in, in, in these deals? You know, the SPAC product, you know, has been very well received for a number of reasons over the last year. You know, first off, the quality of the SPAC sponsor has improved. So you've got very high quality management teams that have spun out to set up their own SPAC, as well as high quality sponsors, and then a hybrid model where you bring a sponsor together with, with, with a management team. 